Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. And I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, we've got a great guest on today, such a good friend, Alan Peterson, and we're going to be talking about feeling guilt and regret. Heidi, you want to introduce Alan for those folks that don't know him? Yes. For those of you that don't know Alan, he has been on many, many of our podcasts and our cable shows. He's even co-hosted some of those. He co-hosted one of our award-winning cable television shows, and he is the former executive director for the Compassionate Friends, and he is the founder, the president, and the CEO of Angels Across the USA. And it is a tour where he goes all over the country and does phenomenal workshops and music and does, you can book him for all day events. And the exciting thing is, is that Open to Hope is going to partner with him. And we are gonna call it the Angels Across the USA Open to Hope Tour. So welcome to the show, Alan. We are excited to be your partners this next year. I am so excited to have my friends as my partners. And, uh, you know, I, I'm so excited because so much the epitome of what you guys uh, stand for at Open to Hope, all of you, and, and what, what I stand for uh, are the same. And uh, you guys have taught me early on and helped show me the way I've been inspired. Uh, and I was able to lean on your hope when I couldn't find my own. And now that I'm out doing this work, to be able to share it, with, uh, with you and to take that common belief we have that grief does not have to be a life sentence. It's part of our life, but it does not have to be our life. And there is hope and there it can be beauty and there can be transformation. What a wonderful thing to share together. So Alan, for those people out there that have never heard you speak and don't know you, give us a little background about your story and how you ended up being someone that is about hope after loss. Well, I, uh, my world changed August 15th, 2001, and like most people, call that the demarcation point. Uh, my 18-year-old daughter, Ashley, died in an automobile accident that way, or that day. I knew nothing about grief. I was devastated. I happened to find the Compassionate Friends uh, organization. They actually kind of found me. I started attending meetings. And uh, I just knew that life would never be the same. And uh, at some point when I got a lot of help from others uh, who, had, who had walked through the same journey, I decided, what can I do? Began writing songs back in 2003. Uh, I put out four CDs of music and it basically traveled the country. I would get invited all over the country to nearly 1600 events to date, traveling around, singing and playing and speaking for small groups, Median groups, uh, large groups, anybody out there trying to help at that time, families grieving the loss of a child. But today I certainly work with people grieving loss of all type. And it's been my healing. It's been my salvation. It's been a way to smile again. It gets me up in the morning and it keeps me working with Ashley every day. And that's the best gift of all. I love it. Keeps you working with Ashley every day. And certainly our shows keep us working with Scott every day too, which is really um healing. But let's give people a little sample of some of Alan Peterson's wonderful workshops. We're going to talk about healing guilt and regret. Talk about that, Alan, about guilt and regret. 
That's interesting. I, uh, as I was going through uh, grief here, I didn't know anything when Ashley first died about grief. I didn't have any education in it, but I started working with the best and the brightest, and you know, very good and well, that includes uh, the two of you. And I'm like a sponge. I would just listen to everything and people like Dr. Bob Bauer and, and the late Darcy Sims. But I began to realize that while validation was the most important thing going through grief, just someone who would listen to you and let you say what was on your mind, let you be where you were, uh, that that was so important in the grief part. But I realized that most people I met had issues of guilt and regret of some type. And when we would talk to each other, you know, we were supposed to be safe for each other in our groups there. Uh, and I would say, you know, um, Ashley, the last couple months of her life, I was kind of estranged from her and the, the issues surrounding it. People would always say, oh, Alan, you did the best you could with what you knew at that time. Well, that doesn't help us because that's not letting me hold what I feel. So I began to do research. And I thought, you know what, I don't see workshops out there a lot on healing guilt and regret. And I started working with some of the people that I just named off on putting a workshop together for that. It sounds like what I'm hearing is that when Ashley died, you had some guilt and regret and you felt like people would, would minimize it and they wouldn't let you express it and they wouldn't validate and acknowledge that this was very real and that you did have these feelings. And yes, and you know what I found, and maybe I know you guys see this too, but I was doing everything right that I was told to do. I mean, I was helping others, I was getting support, I'd educated myself some about grief, but something was still holding me back. And I began to realize that for me, it was affecting my grief journey. And pretty soon, you know how when somebody minimizes what you say and feel, you yeah. just kind of sweep it under the rug like we do with our friends in grief by saying, I'm fine. We say I'm fine because we know you really don't want to hear it. Right. And as I yeah, and as I began to put it together, I did it third person. I would just say, these are some things you can do. And the workshop was good. But about two years later, I decided to incorporate my own story, mm. which was risky to me because a lot of people had known me and you know, when people tell you, man, you're the, you must, Ashley's got the greatest dad in the whole world. You must have been just done everything so well. Uh, I loved hearing that. But basically, it meant me saying, you know what? I wasn't the perfect dad. I, uh, I, I if, you know, I, I hear these people that say, but you know, if I could go back, I wouldn't change a thing. Most of us, if we really want to be honest, are not perfect parents. We're learning as we go. One of the things, when you talk about guilt, I think that's one of the things I've seen at Compassionate Friends. Everybody feels guilt. You know, it, it's interesting because the people whose kids die of a fever, uh, the kids uh, die by suicide, the kids die of a drug overdose. So you see those people come in, and my son was killed in an automobile accident. He wasn't even driving. If you think I didn't feel any guilt, you're crazy. I felt right. total guilt. Why did I let him take that car? Why didn't I go to, why didn't he go to the movie with me? Um, you know, why didn't I take care of my family member? You know, because in that way, I think partially guilt is connected with the fact that you can't control the world. If you can find a way that you're guilty, it means that you can control it so that nothing else happens to you. Like you had some control. You got to give it up.
Yeah, you know that what I find interesting about it and the people that come back to me and say what a difference this workshop made for them over time is I always say whatever your guilt is, uh, and it runs the gamut, just like you say, if a, if, a, if a parent's child died of cancer and they took them to the best cancer doctor in the state, they feel guilt they didn't take them to the Mayo Clinic. If they took them to the Mayo Clinic and they died, they feel guilty they didn't take them to Mexico or Europe or somewhere for experimental treatment. But what they say to me over time, it's just like anything else. They say we're as sick as our secrets. And, and really the key to healing the guilt and regret is to first of all, identify it. Don't worry about, it, about whether my guilt is rational to you or you to anybody else, but accept this is how I feel. I take ownership because you can't give away that which you don't own. And then speak it out to somebody. If you feel like, you know, write a letter. If you feel like you owe an apology to your child or your sister, your, your loved one, write a letter to them, talk it out. You know, do you, is this something you want forgiveness for? Is it something you need to forgive them for? Is it something you need to forgive yourself for? But it's a very simple thing you walk through. But really what happens is then you just sit and talk to somebody. And I say to you, Heidi and Gloria, I say, you know what? The last few months of Ashley's life, I just gave away. And today I would give anything to have one second with her. But what we were arguing about now, I couldn't, I didn't know her whole life was going to be 6,666 days. But if I could do it different, I would. And just to, to say it to somebody who will do just what you're doing for me right here, just listen. And you don't fix it. You just say, I am so sorry, Alan. I, don't, I, I can't imagine what that feels like. And then the, the, the other key part of it is, what is guilt? It's really a teacher. And so what would guilt say to you? Even if, whether that guilt seems reasonable or not, what would guilt say to me? Guilt would say to me, Alan, take everything you've learned from me, absolutely everything, and take it and share it with the rest of the world, everybody you know, beginning right now. And a lot of great things get done because we learn. Gives other people the opportunity to tell their story. Uh, that whole human connection. Heidi, one of the things that we know, right, is that peer support is one of the most powerful healing things there is, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, as you both know. And I'm just wondering, Alan, if you had to forgive yourself. Yes. And in my case, there were some other things, and I won't go into them all, all today, but in my workshops, I do. When I really tell my story uh, of what happened and, and what we went through. Ashley got pregnant in her senior year. She was a straight A student and that caused some of the rift between us. But people will come up to me after I'll have a line and just in tears and say, you know what? I haven't told my story of guilt or I'll see them the next year and they'll go, it just freed me to talk about it. And there's just something about letting it out from the bottom of a closet and saying, hey, this is me, and you meet other people who also have that. You know, I think that natural guilt that we have, it's our, we feel it's our job to keep our kids and our loved ones alive, and we failed. So there's some guilt in that. A lot of people have regret they didn't get to say goodbye. We deal with that issue too. Jesse Sims used to say, what would you say if you had a chance to say goodbye? You'd say, I love you. And she, you yeah. know, didn't they know you loved them? Of course they knew you loved them. Yeah, we talk about that. So it's been, it's been amazing doing this workshop and to see it grow and grow. I used to do one on, you know, creativity and grief and, you know, people come to that. But this one I've been doing around the country 
on Saturdays as part of my full day workshop. So it's been a real blessing. Uh, and when I complete this final tour, those are the types of things I will do more. Now tell us about your tour. After uh, 16, 17 years of touring around in a van and having the most incredible life experience one could ever have, I'm doing, um, I'm doing a final tour. This is it. This is the last time I'm gonna ride around the country in a van. So I decided, of course, to make it 111 cities, and that is it. I love it. Uh, after that, I'm going to fly in airplanes like you all do and rent cars and do it the normal <laughs> way. We'll go all over the 48 lower states. And what we do is we will go, I'm going back to the way I did it when I very first started, and that is the smallest of groups anywhere, wherever they're located, bringing the angel band, speaking and playing for them, putting on workshop days, sharing open to hope, we're going to redesign part of the van, and uh, it's and going to Heidi be and I open are to hope. join you for some of your events. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm going to I'm going to work. I know you two are filming TV and doing all that you do, but together we're going to try to find a couple, three places uh, where we can do a very special uh, full day uh, where we. Uh, let you guys uh, feature you doing some of your best stuff, the amazing work that you do. Uh, also work with siblings and of course that thing where we snap our fingers and that's the best <laughs> workshop we do. Snap our fingers, everybody gets laughing and hugging themselves. And But you All guys right, have well, great information. Alan, um, how do people find you? Uh, people can find me at angelsacrossusa.org and uh, angelsacrossthusa.org and also on Facebook we have an Angels Across the USA page. All our events will be up there and uh, over the next 15 to 18 months we'll be uh, in 111 cities. Come and see us. All right, Alan, so in spirit of our workshop, put your arms around yourself, Heidi, and let's give each other a cyber hug. There we go. <laughs> and I hope everybody out there is also giving themselves a cyber hug today. We all need it. <laughs> yes, we do. When you're getting, you have to stay we inside, hug you yourself. <laughs> we want to thank you for tuning in. And Heidi and I and Alan want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own. And God bless. Have a great day. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.